for the first time, welcome. I'm Rodney Omokache. This podcast is hard to describe. Basically, I'm inspired by the world around me, but the world inside me, that's where things get interesting. On one hand, I'm an artist at the top of his game. On the other, I'm a philosopher with a lot to explain. I'm not the kind of guy who's perfectly happy alone with his thoughts. In fact, my role in society is to think aloud. To invite others into my force field of free-flowing ideas, intimate insights, and weird wisdom. I've seen things. I've been places and I know things. Things that are way bigger than me. Things that it would be selfish of me not to share. Now the podcast it is the sixth season and fourth year. like I know why this podcast has become successful. There's a formula to it which I will share in this episode and over the course of this season for everyone trying to create something special. But it's impossible to tell you this formula without first putting things in context. For things to make sense, you must listen between the lines. Let us start at the beginning. The first question anyone ever asks after inquiring about the podcast is, why that title? Why the young god? I'll admit, the young god moniker is not an original one. It all started in 2010, when Lil Wayne, one of my favorite artists in the world, said this on a song. I'm the young god, swagger unflawed. Bitch, I'm in a building, you in a front yard. Bars. That was the first seed. Then in 2015, The Weeknd said this on a song. In my city, I'm a young girl. That pussy kill be so it's no coincidence that two of my favorite artists, both highly creative and confident men, refer to themselves as young gods. And that resonated deeply within me. It hit the spot on my soul, I can't explain. It just made sense. But even I could never have imagined it would become the title of my very own podcast years later. Yeah. Stand back, got talk. Watch calls. In twenty fifteen, I noticed something. Young people had lost their way, lost themselves, and lost heart. They were internalizing self-limiting ideas about life, about God, losing sight of the important things. They couldn't wholeheartedly commit themselves to their work or their relationships. 
They were dabbling in this or that, finding new pleasures and distractions, desperate to fill up something within, falling apart in the face of adversity or loneliness. I'm talking severe existential and identity crises in these streets, fam. Mental health in the mud, woke culture complicating everything. It was in the midst of all this that I, that I saw the need for a deeper conversation about the world and what it takes to actualize oneself in it. And so I thought, maybe I could start that conversation, package it in a way, a format that would shock, awe, and engage. A style of content that was brave, bold, and beautiful. Timeless, truthful, and useful. Touching on all kinds of things. Infinite. But why me, though? Why was I the one to take on this mission? Well, I figured I was well-read, well-traveled, and well-minded. I know things, I've seen things, I understand things. I had the required technical and creative skills to execute. But most importantly, I had a unique point of view, as well as supreme confidence in it. Confidence that was earned through experience and critical thinking. FYI, that's the secret sauce for any creator slash artist that wants to go the distance. So I thought maybe telling my story and sharing my point of view would give others permission to be themselves. Maybe they needed a gentle reminder that they too were gods, made in the image of God. But then again, I wondered, is the world ready? Hell, am I ready? This mission would not be easy and my message may not be well received. There will be pushback. There may be social consequences for creating this kind of content. But I also saw opportunity. Opportunity to create a niche in the audio space. To do something that has never been done. To do something only I could do. But, again, was the world ready? You know what? Fuck it. I'll make them ready. If not me, then who? After all, I am a god. So here's the thing. Every time I said I am a god, I meant it. I believed I was a god because I was creative and confident. I was a creator. I had the skills and the track record to prove it. I had no reason to not believe I was what I said I was. And over time, I sank deeper and deeper into this god idea until it became me, an identity. I took responsibility. I did my research. I began to understand what being made in the image of God really meant, what that entailed, what it could do for me, the power that it could give me. My relationship with God evolved. I could see the connection in everything. I could see things. It was like my third eye opening. My past and current experiences took on new meaning. I was like a fish in water, a bird in the sky. I entered my element full of myself in every sense of the word. But that's a story for another day. You know what? Fuck it. I'll make them ready. If not me, then who? After all, I am a god. Plan A was to write a blog and eventually a book. Plan B was to start a YouTube channel and eventually transition to TV. I was working on both when I realized Podcasting was the best way for the audience to receive me. That took about three years to figure out. My mindset was, there's so many avenues out there today, so many outlets and so many ways you can be heard and seen. I just had to make sure whatever I got the people hearing 
was worth listening to, not just hearing. I spent a lot of money and time on a lot of experiments, and this right here is what I offer as evidence. So in 2019, I embarked on the journey of building the kind of podcast I wanted to see in the world. The kind of podcast I wanted to listen to. Something in my image. Something in alignment with my good taste. Something beautiful. Something that would appeal to my listener of one, but would also make the rest of the world pay attention. Something illuminating, ballsy, and honest. But what would I call it? And then it hit me. The perfect title. A title that has been four to nine years in the making. The title that would change everything. The Young God. A rock on which I could build an iconic podcast brand. And it was good. I remember when he also came to my office and was telling me about this whole podcast thing. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. Who listens to podcasts like, in Nigeria? That's what Nigerians will say to I'm you. Sure, I'm sure I told him that, I'm like, bruh. Did I say that to you, Rodney? <laughs> nope. I was like, I was like. Because I've experienced life. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, I was like, if you're going to do this, add video to it. Not only did I have to contend with my self-doubt, I had to contend with the doubt of others. I had to contend with their reservations about the title and the podcast medium in general. But you have to understand human nature. I knew that haters were very lucrative. The title would tickle their curiosity, provoke their superior morality. They would tap play regardless, just to see if they could hate some more. But if the actual content was excellent, they would have no choice but to stand. So after getting feedback, I said, watch this. Oh, and by the way, that would be the last time I ever asked for podcast-related feedback from anyone. I have released over 200 episodes to date. Not one of them has ever been listened to by anyone but me before publishing. If I like it, I release it. If it sounds good to me, it will sound good to somebody. Let the audience engage and decide. That has been my MO and it's been good. Still, that initial feedback was very necessary because it was a reminder that if this was going to work, the branding and content of the podcast would have to be on point. No room for anything mediocre or predictable. I would have to draw on all my experience as a brand and communication strategist to craft the ideal podcast concept. I didn't have all the answers at the time. I was basically a one-man army, so it needed to be a continuous process of refinement over time. I needed to be patient with myself and the audience. I needed to trust that the right audience would find me if I did something dope. Speaking of branding, every good brand needs a proper vision and mission. The mission was first and foremost to express myself flawlessly. Then, to use my story to help others heal or unleash their best selves, depending on where their heads were at. To put forth ideas, concepts, and knowledge that called to their higher self. To find the most interesting people, to talk to them, debate them, challenge them, unlock them. The vision was to create a catalogue of timeless audio content 
for listeners to absorb information in the most fun, convenient way possible. With all this in mind, I produced the first season of this podcast. I experimented with different styles, sounds, and subjects, and that ended up being the first iteration of The Young God. I knew that if I was going to break into the consciousness of just one listener, I would need to lean on my authenticity, knowledge, and all the skills I had acquired over the past decade. So that it wouldn't matter what the podcast was called, or that it was just audio, it would be impossible to ignore. That's exactly what I did. And bruh, it was good. You're a visionary. You're a visionary. No, it's, it's, see, know it and begin to accept the responsibility of it beyond the ego trip of it. You're you're a visionary. It's, um, It's undeniable. I love coffee. I've always wanted to become a proper coffee connoisseur. It is for this reason I'm partnering with Zuma Coffee, an Abuja-based brand that takes coffee very seriously. Their beans are locally sourced, roasted in-house, and for sale. Their barista is world-class with intimate knowledge and experience about all things coffee, always experimenting, concocting, and telling the stories behind the beans. Their menu contains unique recipes for different levels of coffee lovers, and if you wish to take your coffee game to the next level, they sell all kinds of tools and gadgets you can use to brew your next best cup. To see for yourself, visit their cozy little cafe or their Instagram page at zumacoffee underscore. Tell them the young god sent you for a discount. In May of 2019, at a time when podcasts were not really a thing, I debuted The Young God. I carried this thing on my head like it was the only thing in my life. Mind you, at the time, I was an accomplished photographer and creative entrepreneur. I had built brands all over town and internationally. I was popping. In fact, my last high-profile photography job was creating portraits of the then-Senate president, Yakubu Dogara for the cover of his autobiography. I was not a kid, man, but this podcast was was destiny calling. You should have seen me. Every introduction, every conversation began and ended with the podcast. I was shameless about it. I printed business cards, flyers, paid for sponsored posts on IG and Twitter. If this podcast was going to succeed, I was going to have to do the absolute fucking most. Soon, my professional career was overshadowed by the podcast. I became known more for the young God than for anything else. And as I had initially predicted, the title drew them in and the content held them down. With every episode, the intention was clear, to tell the truth as I saw it in the most entertaining, most Rodney way possible. If I was going to call myself a God, I was going to create God-level content and say God-level things. Still, The fact that I referred to myself as a god, the fact that the podcast had this audacious title came with consequences. It was polarizing. The hate wasn't loud, but I heard the whispers. People were talking. Gatekeepers were blackballing. I stopped getting invited to events in the city. Friends distanced themselves. Random women would pick fights with me on social media. Apparently, I had no rights to be that confident in my points of view. And as a result, there was always a petty attempt to humble me. 
I wasn't phased, though. I had been there before. At the bottom. Underestimated and misunderstood. Lucky for me, I was ready. I was prepared for the long haul. The long game. I knew nothing was given. I knew I would have to earn the respect of my audience, followed by the respect of my doubters. My strategy was simple. Create consistent content. Improve and invest in the podcast. Find my tribe. Don't explain. Show them. And so I did. Day after day I recorded. Script after script I wrote. Episode after episode I published. Keeping track of the little wins. Sacrificing nights out, relationships and unnecessary pleasures. Doubting myself and mastering myself at the same time. I channeled everything into this passion project because I had in abundance two qualities needed for any passion project to thrive. Optimism and relentlessness. I would give my all to fly the plane that could carry the bomb within me. Enter 2020. With it came the pandemic and the lockdown. As we all know, nothing was the same. But where others saw crisis, I saw opportunity. It gave me time to work on the podcast without distraction at a time when people had no choice but to listen. I doubled down. I produced two seasons that year. The podcast grew in leaps and bounds. And then I began to break through. I started getting some really interesting feedback. At first, a drip, then a drizzle. Then came the downpour. It was during this period that a man in Switzerland, of all places, slid in my DMs to tell me his therapist had recommended the podcast. It was during this period that a Ugandan woman slid in my DM to tell me that she had listened to me during her bout with postpartum depression. For the first time, I came to understand the impact the podcast was making in the lives of real people. And then one day, one of my quote-unquote haters sent me a message after finally listening to the podcast saying, I get it now. You are a god. last gratification at last i was beginning to find my niche the audience that was suited to my content to be seen the way i saw myself it was it was sweeter than mother's milk i had worked so hard to get to this point and now that i knew it was possible i wanted more but to go further i would need financial support luckily for me the fans were generous with their donations but by the end of 2020, towards the end of the third season, I secured my first sponsorship. And it was fucking good. This, this, is, this is freaking awesome. It's really good. <laughs> season four saw more growth, more feedback, more amazing moments with the audience. I took more risks with my content. I got more creative with my sound design and more personal with my stories. In October, 2021, 
I organized the first ever podcast listening party in Nigeria to launch the fifth season. November 2021 saw me win my first award for my podcast too. That was wild. In February 2022, I performed the podcast live on the Africa Next podcast stage in Lagos with Aisha Augie and Bright Jaja as my guests, both of whom initially did not believe that the title or the podcast medium were worth the trouble. See life? Talk about a, 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 a full circle moment. By June 2022, a fintech company called Quackle came on board as a sponsor and the young god celebrated its third anniversary with a special live podcast event in Abuja. The community came out and it was beautiful. In September of 2022, I wrapped the fifth season with a mind-boggling 50 episodes. Keep in mind that I handle almost everything on this podcast, from the scripting, recording, scheduling guests, editing, marketing, you name it. And I still release 10 bonus episodes between then and January 2023. In that time, in October of 2022, The Young God received two more awards. And at that point, it became clear to believers and skeptics alike that The Young God was a cultural force and one of the most influential podcasts in the country. And now, we're here. And by God, it's been good. Let's take a moment to pause and breathe. Relieve the tension. Whatever you're doing, close your eyes, take a deep breath. In through the nose. Out through the mouth. One more time. In through the nose. Out through the mouth. Let's resume. I love your podcast. Initially, when I was invited, we had a meeting with our governorship candidate for Delta, and I was very tired. And somebody showed me something. I said, oh, don't no, invite me to come. And I said, you come. I was initially uncomfortable with the title, The Young God, because of my own uh, uh, religious upbringing. But I listened, and I'm following you, and it's excellent. And I have a daughter who's also a creative in California, and I just sent her a connection. So thank you very much. Eh? They counted us out They didn't think that we would make it up They didn't It breaks my heart Oh, but I know that Where we at, go? Where we at, go? True story, DJ Word for word, bar for bar I can relate. Four years ago, I started this podcast. Wow. Where does the time go? The Young God is officially recognized as one of the best podcasts in the world and a pioneer in the African podcast industry. Go and verify. Who hosted the first live podcast event in Nigeria? The Young God did. Who hosted the first podcast listening party in Nigeria? The Young God did. Who received the first award for a podcast? The Young God did. Who partnered with the French Embassy to organize the first podcast listening event powered by Bluetooth headsets in Africa? The Young God did. Who made podcasting sexy? <laughs> the Young God did that. In the four years since I started this podcast, 
People are listening to podcasts now more than ever. Everyone and their mama is making a podcast and the young God has a lot to do with that. And most importantly, people are more enlightened than ever. Not in a pretentious, woke kind of way, but in a wholesome and authentic and higher sense. They are beginning to take their lives seriously and figure themselves out. They are gravitating towards more wholesome content. They are thriving. They are becoming more accepting of themselves and the realities of others. They are considering more holistic ideas of God and experimenting with deeper forms of spirituality. They are beginning to manifest some, some, some amazing personalities. They even refer to themselves as gods and goddesses now, unthinkable four years ago. It's beautiful to behold. The cultural and spiritual ecosystem is ripe for amazing things to happen. And the social, cultural, as well as financial returns will be incredible. And I'd like to think this podcast played a small part in this shift. I say this not to toot my own horn, but to illustrate one of the major lessons I've learned on this journey. Lesson between the lines. To really change the world, we have to help people change the way they see things, not conform, not follow trends, not submit to the algorithm, not create the content that they're comfortable with. We need to sometimes force the audience to evolve their tastes, to confront their biases and challenge the normal in their lives. That's true artistry. That's a god. Paulo Coelho, author of the best-selling book, The Alchemist, once told the story of how the publishing company initially rejected the title and how he had to fight for that name. That book ended up changing the lives of millions of people. And having experienced something similar with my younger title, it's like when you really want something, when you believe in something, you gotta take a stand. People not agreeing with you doesn't mean you're wrong. It just means you need to prove yourself. It means it's only a matter of time. This is how we transform things for the better in the world. By taking a stand. You don't need huge sums of money or a high level of authority. You need to be clever and determined. You need to understand history and the cycle of things. Personally, I'm proud of myself. I feel very gratified anytime I get my flowers because I know what it took to get here. So many details and stories I cannot fit into this episode, which I was hoping to keep as short as possible, by the way. But if there's anything you take from all of this, dear listener, let it be this. If you want to see real change, Stay persistent in educating your community on how similar we all are than different. Don't only strive to be the change you want to see in the world, but also help those around you see the world through your art and the stories you tell, so that they would want to change with you. This is how humanity will evolve to become better. This is how you change the world. The secret to change is to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. When you design solutions for the future, expect most people to ignore, mock, or oppose you in the present. Your job isn't to convince them now. Your job is to make sure that when the future becomes the present, your solution works. You won't have to convince them then. My podcast journey began out of the simple need to express myself, but it has since evolved into something that means a lot to a lot of people. 
I spoke to you, Rodney, in the beginning when you were talking about the podcast, and I think I mentioned it to you again. The confidence with which you're like, I know this is going to work, right? You didn't need anybody to tell you that. You know, you're confident enough to know, I'm going to do this. And the fact that you go ahead and try, if you fail, you're still happy. At least I tried, and I knew that this was, it didn't work. And now it's working. And I'm happy moving with it. And I'll continue to move it, and I'll innovate and see how best. Because now we're on a stage, right? This started from your room, or your office, and now you're on a stage, right? Where to from here, you might ask? Well, the mission is still the same. People are still broken, still misinformed, still unsure of, 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 of how to be in this noisy world. I still want to reach them. I want to inspire more conversation, more honesty, and better questions. I want people to feel safe to say what they really mean. I want to create culture. I want to use storytelling to entertain, enlighten, and empower. I want this podcast to be an oasis in a desert of uninspiring podcast content. I want to inspire beauty in the midst of all the madness. Hmm. It's a tall task. And that's why this season is about to be another long season. I invite you, dear listener, to come with me on this journey. Come and see how we will change the world for the better. One episode at a time. It will be legendary. And dare I say, this is about to be the best season yet. I'm on a mission to create the best podcast in the world, whether the world knows it or not. I'm going to go where no other content creator has ever gone. It will be sometimes strange, sometimes familiar. But if you listen with an open mind, you will enjoy every second and experience moments of truth and understanding. But I cannot do this alone. Enter the Young God community. I'm going to need your contribution. I'm going to need you to let me know if I'm making sense. Your feedback is the main event. This is your reminder that the Young God community exists on WhatsApp. It's a space that lets us have meaningful conversations about the themes explored in the episodes as they drop. You're invited to join us. And this is the part I am looking forward to the most. You can join the Young God community on WhatsApp via the link in the description of this episode or any of the social media pages. I also encourage you to create more communal listening experiences. Listen with friends and family and lovers. Make it a first date. Make it a bonding opportunity. Get closer with your people through this content. This is the mission. We are all in this together. And before I go, I want you to consider this question. What would you do if you knew you could not fail. And I'm sure this is not the first time you've heard this question, nor will it be the last, but you're on the young God now, so it hits different. Think about it and leave a response in the Q&A section on Spotify. Then go do the damn thing. And that's it for this episode. A big thank you to the members of the community who have contributed ideas, artwork, voice notes, think pieces, and feedback. You're going to see it reflect on the podcast in a big way this season. I love you guys. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to this long story that is still being told. This is our story now. And this is The Young God.
do follow the podcast on IG at The Young God Pod and Twitter at I Am The Young God for more God level content. New episodes drop every Saturday at midnight, so do subscribe and do share. I'm your host, Rodney, and I wish you a blessed day and a blessed mind. Rodney, out. <laughs>